Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. You caught me on the Facebook Live. I did. Yeah, I wanted to uh, make sure I was because everything's recorded or it doesn't count. That's true. I installed my own um, Max Air fan. I did it. This guy did it. Nice. I cut into the. Man, let me tell you, that angle grinder is something else. I know in the video I was like, hard pass. But that mm-hmm. is honestly, my dad's like, it almost uh, did it like it almost like back on me. And I was like, no, it was spinning where it would have flown out of my hands and like into the car across the street. The thing was way too much for me. Yeah, those grinders are like. It's like, we're going to have to cut up some metal with that. I'm like, what's this? We, you, you <laughs> will be cutting up. If you want to use it, you can use it. I have a jigsaw. I will. I will build a house with just a single jigsaw and like four blades. Like, <laughs> I need nothing more. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? Anything new and exciting? Um, let's see. Well, Mortal Kombat comes out. I I, I, I want to see that so badly, but I was like, do I go to the store and get the Mortal Kombat like the uh, movie screen for outside? Or do mm-hmm. I just watch it in the house like a regular person? I left those out for you. Michael's eating nuts. You're going to love my nuts. And uh, I think I'm probably just going to watch it inside. It's still a bit too cold outside, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be warm uh, in, a, in like a week. Right. It's going to start warming up, but the temperature is still a bit shaky. You know, how spring is. I guess I'll just watch it inside like a regular person. It looks really good, though. That's okay. It looks all right. I prefer the original. Wow. That's, that's, that's incredible. Because the, <laughs> because the original had the better... Honestly, the original had the better soundtrack. I mean, maybe they're going to re- use some of the soundtrack here. You never know. People do weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I've also been watching baseball. You know, the Yankees aren't doing too well right now. Yeah. So, Comparatively, or you know, to the Mets. <laughs> no, you are. guys... You guys are at least at 500. I mean, at the time of recording. Yeah. Uh, we're not good. We're not good at stuff. We're, we're good at letting Jake, Jacob DeGrom down. We're good at letting our pitchers down, make sure that they can't win. But you guys have Francisco Lindor now. Terrific. And he's, he, no, he's going to make a difference. Trust me. Okay. I look forward to the day when the difference is made because presently, we just got swept by the Chicago Cubs. So. Listen, he's no Ray Ordonez, all right? But you know. oh. <laughs> uh, right? Oh, yeah? Carried such a our, torch for him. What about Edgardo Alfonso? I did not meet him. I met Roger McDowell when I was a child, and I walked out of there, and I told my mother I would never wash this arm again. I uh. was in love with Roger McDowell. Yeah. And believe it or not, Don Mattingly. Those are the two guys. And Keith Hernandez. Oh. I met Don Mattingly and Bernie Williams. How is that? Yeah, Bernie Williams. He's a cool dude, Bernie Williams. He's, yes. He is just as advertised. Oh, that's great. I, no. Man, Keith Hernandez was very great, too. Like, I met him twice, though. He signed a copy of uh, a book that he had written, and I met him. <laughs> Back before I was even driving, my mother was at the mall and she called me up. She's like, oh, my God, Teresa, Keith Hernandez is at Sterling Baseball or whatever. You should come down to the mall. And- oh, my God. The Sterling Baseball store. 
these days I see that parents like they're like I have to go get my kid and like drive them all over town my my mom literally was like you should get on the bus and come to the mall <laughs> like she ain't coming back to get me for Keith Hernandez she's like you should get on the bus you can take the bus and get here you could take the bus there's like eight different bus lines that run to the mall you know that's true so why don't you get on the bus Keith Hernandez is a badass back in the day He's badass right now if anybody has like curmudgeonly old man gripes about baseball he and i are on the same wavelength oh with... yeah I, I, lo- I love his gripes about baseball oh. he's like man like i'm and i agree i'm like sure if it was up to him they'd go back to just two uh divisions per league which is where i'm at as well as soon as they introduced that central i was like yeah that take a walk on that See, but I like the wild card in the Central and all that because it gives other teams a chance. Chance of what? Being the third good... If you're the third best baseball team, you do not deserve to win the World Series. Why not? Because because then you're lucky. You're not talented. But it is But it is about luck sometimes. If If you were in the top two baseball teams of the year, then you get to play the World Series. That's how always how I, mean, I viewed it. I, was I mean, like, that makes sense. I ain't here for some wild card. Even when the Mets get in on a wild card, I'm like, wild card. Yeah, the Mets, went to, win, the Mets went to the World Series on a wild card. Yeah, we lost, deservedly so. You went to the World Series, though. And then we didn't belong there. That, oh, yeah. that should be painfully clear as soon as we lose poorly. That's true. Like, what? we're out of our league. No, mark. what I don't like about uh, baseball right now is this whole seventh the whole uh, extra inning, put the, put, put the play on second base nonsense. Oh, my God. This little link shit is for the birds. Exactly. It's like seven innings on a double header. What are we doing? What yeah, are we seriously. even doing? They're adults. They're not children. I think my nephew's T-ball league has stricter rules and harder play than Major League Baseball right now. <laughs> and, and I'm like, not oh, here wait. for the universal DH. You can... Hit the road with that too. I mean, you know, I was for the Universal DH, but now thinking about it, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I just like, come on, man. What do we even do? Why? Why make it less interesting? Because the way it is now, well, the way it is before, nobody was watching it. Oh, people were watching yeah. it. The fans were. They want a casual fan. The casual fan doesn't want a pitcher's duel. They want a home run thing, but they also want the game to be sure, and you can't have both. You can either have a short game that was a pitcher's duel and the, the score is like one to nothing or two to one. Or you can have it be the blowout from the other night where it's like 13 to three. And then what? That's like a four and a half, five hour game because you can't get anybody out because it's just nothing but home runs yeah. all night. Well, like 17 to 15 game. Oh, oh that's so know. boring. That's the most boring yeah. thing I've ever I like pitches. I like, I mean, I like a, a good game, but I also like pitchers duels too. I would like to see, because I used to love back in the day with like Roger Clemens and like, what's his name? Uh, Brett Saberhagen just <sighs> pitching, their, pitching their hearts out, man. Whatever, it's fine. Fine, whatever. I'll just, you know. You're, you're aggravating the people who will spend money. The casual fan doesn't spend the money that they think they will at the ballpark. They spend it on like beer and hot dogs, which is great. That's where you make money. But if you want to know who's going to spend hundreds of dollars 
it is actual fans. Diehard fans, yeah. Yeah, if you ruin the game, I'm not buying jerseys. I'm not spending money on World Series tickets. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Yeah. I really want to see a pitchers duel, man. I love it. I miss those days. I love a no-hitter. Oh, let me tell you this. This is this isn't a, a rule in baseball, but it is a pattern I'm now mm-hmm. aware of where if you're throwing a no-hitter, they will take you out and put in another pitcher anyway, and you'll have an assisted no-hitter. That's nonsense. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's no, That's no. nonsense. That, that defeats the purpose of a no-hitter, man. If I was throwing a no-hitter and the manager started even walking to the mound, I'd be like, somebody go tear him to pieces because <laughs> this – this is not happening. Like and this not is, only this is this not, not happening, happening, but you can fire me right afterward. I'm throwing this no hitter right now. So yeah, I'm pitching this game and I'm going to finish this game. Walk it right back, and like it would never come to that. Like I would just have to be like, can you put it in my contract? Like, can you do something where I'm not humiliated by having my no hitter ruined by the relief staff? No, some some pitchers do do that if they're on a roll like that and you see the, the pitching coach come out they'll be like what are you doing get back in the dugout yeah no, i got this thank no thank you they're like but you're over your maximum of 60 pitches or whatever arbitrary number they picked mm-hmm. I'm like no sir that and no like, sir <laughs> i do like the three-headed relief pitcher though like with the nasty boys back in 1990 <laughs> showing our age are we yeah, I have listen, listen, when it comes to sports, I have no problem showing my age. Me neither. It's good. My brother made a very interesting point about the new Space Jam movie. We're not talking about that. Right? He's so displeased. He's like, here's the thing. It's not that there's a sequel. That's not a problem. The problem is who they selected. He's like, the thing about Michael Jordan is, is that he made it and he won. And he has so many rings, he got to move to a new hand. Yeah. From winning, and uh, who's uh, what's the name of the basketball player in the in the sequel? LeBron. LeBron James, James right? He's like LeBron James is not a winner. <laughs> my brother. He said. had. I can't say that he has won though. It's just the way he won. People didn't like it. Right. Well, he didn't win enough to fill the shoes of michael jordan in his opinion he chokes a lot my brother in my brother's opinion mm-hmm. he was like uh he went to the finals a lot but he choked a lot too so that doesn't sound like a winner to me if i was in trouble with the See, monsters i wouldn't call lebron i was like wow like, <laughs> my brother's harsh <laughs> that is that is pretty harsh no see if for me if he was still alive it would have been kobe bryant mm. to do the sequel that would have been a yeah. Because he's the closest thing to my the closest player to Michael Jordan that we had. I still have to watch that documentary that I haven't watched yet about Michael Jordan and about that whole era of uh, which one? Um, uh, what was it? The Last Dance? Yeah, it's I heard very good. good stuff. It's it's really good. Like it goes into stuff that you're like, oh my god, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they talk about they talk stuff. about everything. I love that. Michael Jordan seems like an outstanding fellow. Oh no, he's 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 not the greatest person in the world, but he's a phenomenal basketball player. Mm. I mean, nobody's the greatest person. I mean, that's not true. The greatest person in the world is uh, Brandon Frazier, and Brandon Frazier. You got it. You got it. Seriously, what a great man. <laughs> I mean, there's a very pretty low bar in Hollywood. It's don't be a sex pest. That's the that's the bar. 
So George of the Jungle is the, is the greatest person in the he world. It's huh? pretty good stuff. I recently rewatched The Mummy and it was glorious. Uh, well, you know, that's good stuff. That's good quality stuff right there. I mean, oh, my heart. He won my heart. And he was so good in uh, that DC TV show that he did there. Oh, Doom Patrol? Doom Patrol. Is he? Nope, this is... Nah, I don't have a really good, like... Segway? Oh, there's no good segue. The warm... Okay. All right, we're on to season four, episode two. There's just <laughs> nothing I can do. They don't, they're not playing any sports, although that is in this season, the uh, window of opportunity episodes in this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not today. This one's called The Other Side. And in the cold open, we have the wormhole trying to open, but the, uh, the iris is shut. And they get a radio signal through finally. And they, uh, they decipher it. And hold on. They decipher the message and they, they're begging for help from Earth and they're calling Earth their ancestors. And they figured out that three people died on the iris trying to get through. And that makes Sam feel bad. She really hates that. Yeah. But that's cold open. Uh, the planet Uranda calls back. Said, uh, it's Odo and uh, Odo from Deep Space Nine. And that's great. Rest his soul. Great Rene Aubergenois. Wow, I said it Is that right how the you first say time. his name? Yeah. How did you say his name? I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I said, ooh, it's Odo. You know, Rene. And then I'd leave it there. Really? Yeah, I didn't know how to say that. I was, I'd look at that last name and I'd be like, nope. Yeah, it's Aubergenois. That sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a fancy. I like that. Now he said he has to gain uh, the trust of the SGC. And he goes on to explain what's up. There's a war. He's in the middle of it. They're underground and things are being blown up. And Hammond is being uncharacteristically nice about going. Like Daniel's like ready to like dig in and be like, it's our humanitarian duty. We have to help them. But Hammond already had said yes. And I was like, yeah. wow, that's really nice of him. And then like in the night he turns around and he's like, so weapons, am I right? And he's like, you got it. See, this isn't this isn't Teddy Bear Hammond this week. This is uh, warmongering Hammond. He's like, yeah, Daniel, we're doing it for the children. And he like puts like a hand on O'Neill. He's like, what weapons? We're getting weapons, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, I say I say the children thing, but I really mean weapons. Weapons are my babies, so please go get me some. <laughs> <laughs> I put a little side note, which will come up later. How do they know Odo is on the right side of this war? They didn't even ask about who's on the other side of this war. Ah, good point. I get up at like five in the morning, so it's all very. Oh, I, trust me, trust me. I get up at five thirty every morning, so I know. It's a real pile driver for today. So the the group, the Odo's group, is like they have come to save us. The actress that is playing, I guess Odo's second in command. His name is not Odo on the show, but yes, it is. Odo's second in command is um, I want to say Peter Deloise's wife, but it's one of the Deloise's wife. Really? Yes. But it that looks is... like I've seen her like in a hundred spots, but I haven't. Yeah. Maybe that's Odo thinks Teal'c is strange. Uh, now, because I have zero memories of this episode, this was all like news to me. I was like, don't pick on Teal'c. 
I get it. He's an alien or whatever, but whatever. What are you going to do about it? So Odo's like, that's fine. Here's all of our people. They're in stasis. Yeah. They are in stasis. But he doesn't Uh, tell them why, though. Right. He says, oh, until the war ends. There's thousands of us in there. And they use unmanned ships uh, to fight with and offers a demonstration to O'Neill. It's very Ender's Game. It is a little Ender's Game, right? Boy, it's inspired by season four so far. Yeah. Of if people didn't read uh, Ender's Game, maybe it's a little bit like Pacific Rim, where they get to be in the like the maybe. pod and the mech suits. Which Pacific Rim? Because the, the first, first one, because the first one had was really silly, but it was really fun. And the second one was a pile of garbage. First one's great. Gummo del Toro is no no fooling about. I like fun like robot fight movies. I don't care. Like it doesn't have. Oh, to- I. I saw Pacific Rim in theaters and I enjoyed every single minute. They're like, this is loosely tied together. I'm like, of course. Yeah. I My watched the Fast ro- and Furious movies. Oh kid. yeah, I've seen them in the- I've seen them in theaters. I can't wait for, for Fast Nine. Oh, me neither. I went alone uh for the last couple because nobody would go with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. I'll go by myself. I don't need you people. Yeah, I love how it went from a heist movie where they're stealing DVDs to like superhero status. Seriously, superheroes. I love that. I'm like, good, I'm in. In I was in from the beginning. I don't care. I was like, I like all of this. Even uh, Tokyo Drift? All right, well, let's not get crazy. It was <laughs> out of all of them, it is the least favorite, but it is not. I'm not like out there being like, oh my God. Oh, Tokyo just fine. is terrible. Fine, but I like I want to like everything, so I'm like this is fine, serviceable. If I tell you that a movie is bad, it is bad on a profound level, because like I will okay. watch any garbage and I'll be like, this is okay, any garbage. Like people were like that Suicide Squad movie was trash, and I watched it. I was like, I don't know, this was all right. I wouldn't say it was trash. It was okay. It had a lot of problems, but it was oh, it was watchable. I was like, I want to watch Margot. They're like, that's for the male gaze, uh, Margot Robbie's costume. I'm like, and this female's gaze. Yeah, whatever. I'm waiting for the other Suicide Squad, though, the James Gunn one. That looks Looks good. Amazing. I'm like, I want to like you, movie, so I probably will. Oh, goodness. Uh, So, Jack, he's in in the pod, and he blows the thing up, Neuralink, and... uh, afterwards that Odo's like, yeah, that can mess you up a bit. Like that guy's a, like a drool cup now. So yeah. And they're like, Oh my God. So then they have a feast in honor of Stargate uh, SG one. Uh, Tilk does not imbue, imbibe alcohol. Well, no, he doesn't. I imagine it wouldn't work very well on Teal. Like if he drank, then the symbiote would be like, now I have to put up with this too. Well, I think I would. I would think the symbiote would like cure it. It would make him immune. It'd be like drinking Wolverine. Yeah, the yeah. So I imagine it just doesn't work out on him, so he just doesn't bother. Maybe it poisons him. Who knows? Or the symbiote. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jack negotiates for some weapons, and Odo needs heavy water, which is something we can make on Earth pretty fairly easily. Daniel hates how this is going. And I feel like he hates it because 
because they're trying to negotiate for weapons. Yeah, he wants like to he, negotiate for like information and cultural stuff. Right. And I'm like, I get that Daniel's trying to avoid having any weapons at all, anywhere, at all times, because it seems like that's usually the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does smell a little fishy, so like, he's not entirely out of line to be like, hey, this doesn't make sense. We don't know who they're fighting. We don't know anything about these people. And uh, Odo is real quick to give up all this information for some heavy water. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, right? Usually when other people have better weapons than us and we're like, can we get some of them weapons? They're like, no. <laughs> no? Yeah, they're like, uh, no. This joke still cracks me up. When Daniel goes, I was speaking metaphorically. And Jack goes, stop that. It's not perfect to you. <laughs> 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 it just delights me the other day I brought up I'm like this will not calm down and I, I quoted back it most certainly will not calm down, calm down. it will it'll calm in fact down. it will in fact calm up <laughs> and then just delights me um, so Daniel climbs on his moral high horse where he's like you don't know what they're doing and we don't take sides and blah blah blah. We're not we're not war profiteers, we're explorers, we're this. You know, I get it. Jack's like, I'm gonna leave you on the bloody surface of this planet, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam takes Daniel home because he takes like, him home. Take him home. I will turn this car around. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets weapons. So yeah, so then he goes home so he can get on his high horse over there. And b- before he can leave, uh, I think Jack realized that there was like something sus going on mm-hmm. because um, now they're asking questions. Like, I don't think they quite make it home before Jack is like, uh, hey, man, you need to go ask question. No, not yet. It says now he asks about the other side. Now he asks about the other side of the war. So that's answering my note from earlier where I'm like, they didn't ask who they're fighting. They just were like, sounds great. Give us weapons. Love a war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On Earth, we love a war. And that is the culture there. So they offer to go pilot uh, Jack and Teal. They're like, we'll go pilot some stuff. That'll be fine. And Odo's like, nah. About that. Right. But ultimately, he's like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Sam, Sam and Daniel do make it back to Earth because they bring back uh, some hard water and Odo's like, well, this is insufficient. And they're like, why, mate? We just, we got what we had lying around. Yeah, we can't just run around. What do you think? We just we just have heavy water stores all over the place? While Jack was in the pod, he shot down a plane and he saw like a person die in it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey! You said they were unmanned. And yeah, and then uh, the the woman was like, "No, no, the practice one was on me." He's like, oh, "I don't like any of this." I know. So Daniel starts asking uh, when the war started, who are you fighting, and Jack's like, "Hey, Daniel, why don't you shut up?" <laughs> so rude. Yeah. I was like, "Well, that is what Daniel said." He's like, "You should tell me to shut up if that's what you want." He's like. Oh. You got it, pal. Odo says when they go back for more hard water mm-hmm. that they should leave Tilk at home, which is so rude. 
<laughs> leave him home. He's like, yeah. Could you not bring Teal'c back? That'd be pretty good. And I'm like, wow, because he's not like us. And for like a... See, yeah. I thought when they said he's not like us, I thought it was because they were ghouls or something. He was ghoul, so I'm like, okay, they don't like ghouls. Yeah, I was like, I well, he's a Jaffa, and they're still like, it probably makes like the stiffs uncomfortable or something like that. Uh, that because I didn't remember, and I was like, so that's fine. I mean, it's horrible, but whatever. Uh, but Jack's like, mm, this seems a sus to me because like that's like the third strike, I guess. In the beginning, when he was like, yeah, what's this? And then when Teal offers to pilot the thing, and he was like, going to be no. like, you can't touch our stuff. <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> you have to go drink at the Jaffa only water fountain, pal. <laughs> uh, so Jack's like, hey, Daniel, why don't you go uh, ask some questions? Go be rude somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Odo's name is Valar on the show. I finally wrote it down. <laughs> yes, Valar. Valar is concealing who tell, something. Who tells Tilk to go back the way you came? So mean. <laughs> so they're looking. He's like, uh, Valar is concealing something. And Jack's like, what's he concealing? He goes, I don't know. It's concealed. I know it's a concealed. Tilk is everything. I just this go around. I think uh, I love it more than I did the first go around. They are checking out the stasis, and they're like, "The people are all the same." Now, honestly, I couldn't tell if they were just using the same two like stock photos uh, that they were scrolling through, meaning that 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 is what is the same, or if they just meant they're all like white people. <laughs> they're all white people in there. I think they were trying to imply that they're all the same, like white people. Same white people. They're like, oh my god, it's all white people. How horrible! And then they run out of the room. <laughs> they, the enemy, are are called breeders. They just have unregulated sex all over the place. Their genetic purity. As you know, in your in your we don't we don't take kindly to miscegenation in your over here. <laughs> they would just be out there going to pound town, having all kinds of babies with different kinds of people. That's crazy. Uh, Jack and Teal'c again offer to fly because like now they're like we don't like these people. We're we're now we're on Daniel's side. Uh, Sam works out that they are poisoning their own world to get their very own Holocaust on to try and like you know Holocaust oh, only the rest of the army. only only for the white people. Right, only for those specific people underground. And she's like, well, that that's not good either. Uh, so Jack crashes a ship into the base after taking out some of their um, wireless drone yeah. fighters. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, what are you doing? We had a deal. But when they get back through the gate, uh, Jack's like, because uh, Hammond's like, um, let me guess, you didn't get any weapons, comma, again. And he's like, nope. He's like, nope, we aren't into that kind of information from Nazis or whatever. And I was I like, know- yeah, and I love that ending too. They're like, so we're not gonna be friends with you around this. Is like, nope, it's all right. He doesn't say anything after that. I mean, that's some pretty hopeful thinking. Because let me tell you, the US 
loves Nazi science. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Like they Have came fun. back with no Nazi science. I'm like, man, the man is going to be pissed about this. They love Nazi science. And then like 10 years later, hey, we have rockets. Wait, yeah. Didn't Germany have rockets? Shut up, Steve. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay. Nobody asked you. So I was like, yeah, they're not going to be, they are going to be pretty disappointed. You didn't get manless fighting drones just because they were Nazis. Holy cow. They're going to be like, that was your hang up. Are you kidding like, me? Do you, do you know our history? Do you know even who did 80% of the Stargate work before we turned it on for the movie? Right. I mean, good grief. <laughs> who do you think did that? How do you think we got to the moon? We won one out of 15 space battles, and it was because we employed Nazis. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I give this um, two stars because I didn't think it was very interesting, even though I love Odo. Yeah, same here. I give it like two, maybe two and a half, because I did like O'Neill's reaction when he found yeah. out they were all racist. I, I did like that. And I, that's true. You know what? I'm going to give it an extra half star because I also like it's not fair to Teal. That was very funny. Mm -hmm. And uh, Daniel was like a little baby the whole time. A bit of a baby. And I was like, not into it. I was like, shut up, Daniel. God. But, but he was right. He was right. He was right this time. But he's, man. Mm -mm -mm. But was he? Because the let me tell you, you get a Mayborn in there. That is, that might would be a pile of Nazi gold. May Mayborn <laughs> would have been throwing parties for them. Yeah, he would have been like, "Oh, you don't worry about that." <laughs> oh, we don't care about your politics. You want heavy water? Take all the heavy water you need. Yeah, really. Oh my goodness. Uh, I watched the promo for next week. It looks like the Tokra are coming with their power gauntlets. Oh, they're uh, superhero wristbands? Yeah, I, I remember that they get, like, superpowers or whatever. I don't remember if it makes them explode or something. I'm sure it does. I remember the episode because the actress that gives them, the playing the token that gives them the armbands is from Weird Science TV show. Oh, it's Vanessa. It's uh, Vanessa Angel. That's funny. I didn't realize that. I'm bad at, I'm bad at that. Yeah. I'll never recognize anybody, I swear to you. Mm -mm. so you got anything to plug yeah well you know mother's day is coming up right yes so my friend uh fiorella you know has the baking company on instagram mm. and she promotes it on instagram yes. and she's doing a mother's day special where you know i think you you order two you get one free oh wow that's great yeah you, you have to order two items though and she'll she will deliver it for you, and she'll uh, waive the delivery fee if you order if for the special. So her uh, Instagram is uh, at baked by underscore fiore, and her uh, Gmail is baked by fiore at gmail .com. And as usual, she'll deliver to Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania, and as far as North Jersey, and. You know, if you order her special, which is uh, buy two of her orders and you get one free, she'll waive the delivery fee for you. Oh, if you're great. out of state. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Everybody buy cakes and things like that from this wonderful baker. And mm -hmm. you can find us on the interwebs, ZPM Stargate, everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail. Uh, you can buy a t-shirt from us at Tee Public. I have... I've, Three designs in there. 
Mm-hmm. Three. Uh, one also says um, it's one of those uh, postcards that you see, like readings from Pegasus Galaxy with a picture of Atlantis. So that's fun. Get so it's Pegasus to- Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go to Tea Public, buy a T-shirt, and support this show. And have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.